All right. Are we recording? Yes. I'm going to oh. jump into this. Jen, I'm going to look at you. Wait, what's happening? Um, <laughs> when I found out that we were doing this episode, <sighs> I... What's, <laughs> oh my God. what's about to happen? I don't know if you're going to hug me, bite my head off, or like we're actually going to work this out. <laughs> but um, you were in my village and I love you very much. And you were probably the first person in my village that I felt like I was having a parenting conflict with. Oh my God. Okay, what the hell are you talking about? I'm so scared, you guys. We are wives, entrepreneurs, entertainers, executives, and at the end of the day, we are all moms. All at the same time and never in the same order. <laughs> this is Hi, My Name is Mom, a podcast about motherhood. Here are your hosts, Jen, Corey, and Kayla. Okay. okay, I'm dying to hear what's going on. I know, but first, me too. Wait, we have business first, because if you're listening... <laughs> <laughs> Kayla can't be trusted. <laughs> I'm nervous. I gotta take my sweatshirt off. <laughs> what we really, really need to... <coughs> Sorry. Guys, we're, we are all we're messes mess. tonight. What would be amazing is if you would go subscribe to our podcast. We have heard, a little birdie told us that that's the best way to push our podcast up on the charts, which means more people hear our podcast. You know what? I don't even care if you actually listen to the podcast. Just subscribe. 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 Follow us at Hi, My Name is Mom Official. And um, I just poured us some Dow Vineyards Cabernet. And I want to Jen, say, take another clearly, sip. Clearly, I'm going to need more of this. You need more. Pass it over. But this cab, you guys, is one of the smoothest cabs I have ever had. The price point is great. And it is my go-to gift for when I don't know what to get someone. Because it's a really nice bottle of wine. Everyone loves it. And it's... I, I have literal wine bags it's and delicious. bottles of this that I give as gifts or take to parties. Yeah. And yeah. when you say price point is great, like this bottle is in and around $30. I think so. Yeah. yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah. So okay. that is a perfect right. gift price. What's All happening? Right. Guys? Okay. Well, okay. Still. Wait, hold on. The reason Kayla is saying she wants to talk about this on this episode is because this episode is about when you disagree with your village. What's your village? Your village is the people that you raise your kids closely with right yes. your friends your neighbors people Even your you're family all the yeah. time isn't your family your village or do you yeah. not consider well my that your family village? is not close uh, geographically yeah. so i feel like they are less co-parents than some of my neighbors and friends yeah well and here's the thing i see you guys the most like i see you guys more than my family i see you guys more than really any other friends in my life and your kids i love them all like you know as my people and my tribes but jen your girl evie pushes my child down one more time she's gonna get pushed back <laughs> okay hold on you gotta tell me what's happening <laughs> okay evie's three for yeah, the record Evie's loxley three. is wait, one wait she pushed so when did this happen um like six months ago <laughs> oh so she might not have even you've been, been holding yet. this in no, no, no. okay <laughs> let me kayla's been sitting there resenting a three-year-old. <laughs> okay, let me let me let me take it back. What okay, happened? So, Corey, you actually like talked me through. I this. know. Ex I know the story. Okay. I'll say that, and I I will also let you know what I told Kayla. You totally. I'm very curious. I, okay. Well, I don't even know what the situation okay, is. Okay, so I'm just going to say the situation. About, so. Okay, so it was around Loxley's birthday party, and first birthday, first birthday party, and um, you, you were hanging out with me quite a bit, or I was hanging out with you. We were hanging out a lot. Oh, I wasn't yeah. there because I live far away. She, so. she lives way never far. There, but yeah, so we see each other quite a bit during yep. the week. We pop in and out, and and it's super fun and lovely. And. <laughs> 
It's so lovely. <laughs> um, but there was there was a series. I think it was about like a two week span where we were seeing each other a lot, and it was great. Um, but your sweet Evie, who I love dearly, pushed Loxley down every single time they hung out. And here here was the thing. I was at the time Loxley's a lot bigger now and she's a lot more stable in her feet, but like she was, you know, only a few months walking yeah. at a year old and it really bothered me. And I now that I've been able to process it a little bit, it bothered me just because it's like my mama bear bothered me. But like there was a couple times where you I will say you responded, you corrected her, you didn't let it fly, and I was still like she needs to be smacked. Like in my head. <laughs> this is where I came in. And, and so I called Corey. I'm, I'm like, like, okay, wait, I corrected her. Wait, yeah, so no, you wrong? didn't do anything wrong. Okay, let so, me tell my side of the story. Okay, no, I, I called Corey and she totally had your back. I will let you tell her what <laughs> you said. I get this call from Kayla. She's all fired up. And she tells me that she needs to have a talk with Jen because this thing has happened a few times in a row. And Basically, Kayla tells me, I mean, I just can't have that. I mean, this, this, I mean, I love Evie. She keeps saying, I love Evie, I but do. Evie keeps pushing Loxley down. So I'm sitting here going, okay. So I stop and I go, okay, I totally get why you're frustrated. Did Jen just not respond at all? Yeah, Is was I just like an absentee parent? So she that said, suck. oh, well, Jen, you know, helped get Loxley up and told Evie, Evie, sweetheart, you can't do that. Yeah. And so I asked Kayla what she would have liked to have happened <laughs> because to me, uh, when what I told Kayla yeah. is that if if Jen just completely ignored it happening repeatedly, then that would That's a be problem. that would be yeah. a problem. But I'm not we're not a family, at least at my house. We don't really yell no or anything like that. We communicate. Jen does. I do. And okay. she did right. it. <laughs> well, I actually think well, that that's kind of right. what had upset Kayla. But I will say for my baby just turning three. At that point in time, so for a, a literally like brand newly minted three year old, I don't know that I, I. It is recent for me that I've started being a lot harsher on her with punishments. Like because, in the car today. Yes, because she <laughs> understands when she is screaming at the top of her lungs, manipulating me. Right, like yeah. not tears. She but knows like, it's purposeful. She knows. She knows exactly what she's doing. But I don't know that with any of my kids that I've been really hardcore punishment heavy a at a two three -year -old. newly minted three-year-old well yeah. three-year-olds are definitely testing boundaries Hell yeah they are and once i once i kind of pointed i was to, totally fine to kayla's yeah. credit she goes oh yeah um, i actually said i mean did you want her to give her a time out did you want her to yell at her and kayla goes i no no, no, no never mind i don't need to talk to her about this yeah that was exactly <laughs> what happened and you put like just a couple like minutes of common sense and what was happening? Wait, was, so the moral of a, the story is every friendship trio needs a Corey? <laughs> well, I think, I think that's what's so cool about our village is yeah, that we sure. have three of us. And so, because here's what would have happened. If I would have called you instead of Corey, I would have been overly emotional. It would have came out completely wrong delivery. You, for every given reason, would have been defensive because I'm overreacting in the first place. Well, I place. wouldn't have known. I, I think to Corey's point, I wouldn't have really known what you wanted me to do. And I think I probably would have said, what would, what do you, what would you like for me to do? You know? And then I would have been like, nothing. <laughs> like, <laughs> and so, <laughs> and so what, it, it's just funny to me like this, when we were talking about this story, I'm like, oh, I had this bit and it wasn't even anything. Now that I'm looking back, I'm, and Loxley's a, a little bit older and and 
you know, we still see each other all the time. I'm thinking about Loxley being older. And if she were to like do that to another kid, I would not yell at my like one and a half. Because kids do that. Because it's part of their learning. Yes, absolutely. But it was just like funny to me. It was the first time I was experiencing that. And you are the closest person in my life that sees me all the time with like our kids playing. And so... It was the only the only experience, the only instance I had in that situation ever. In hindsight, I was just mad my kid was getting pushed down. There was nothing you were doing wrong. Evie's working out her own stuff. What if you'd There's- just gone and pushed Jen? That would have been great. <laughs> Maybe next time that's what you should do. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> That will happen. Your kids push yeah. boundaries. They all go through phases Some of where they bite, push, pinch, hit, yeah. some more than others. Yeah. And you have to, and they just want to try it out. I mean, Teddy was just sitting. She could barely, you know, she had just learned to sit up and Bash, who adores his little sister, just walks over and he touches his shoulder, just pushes her over. <laughs> but, but I mean, it, it is stressful because is when, stressful. when your little kid is around bigger kids, yeah. it's almost like you have to keep more eyes on them. Yeah. Which so is, you're calling me a bad mom. Yeah, yeah. So now, Jen, we need you to mediate. Oh my word! I gotta crawl under the no, table. No, I am this a one. bad mom. Every time she's at your guys's house, she's eating everybody else's food, and then she makes your kids cry because she's eating their birthday cake. Like, but she's so cute that you. I'm not no one teaching cares. my kid boundaries. Like that's not your plate. <laughs> you know, this is like a very. I mean, I'm so glad we're talking about this anyway, because I never want you to keep something like that from me, obviously, but <laughs> for six I, months, for six months. but, but I mean, by the way, I, you do not know the scenarios that were running through my head when we first started this episode. So like, uh, calm. well, yes. you know, what's, you know, why I'm glad we're talking about this is I think it very, it ties very closely to what we were talking about in the bricks episode. And that's that you need community. Yep. It's so mm-hmm. important, yes. but then friendships can change dramatic dramatic dram- I almost said dramatically I well you that's know, a good word. Word. That is a Kayla word I honestly I was word. like she's gonna say dramatically and I love you it felt my energy I felt it I'm like dramatically go for it go for it <laughs> do say it, it. Do you know it. the problem is that we started drinking wine while we were doing some some strategizing <laughs> before we turned the 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 thing on we were doing our and now I can't finger. find my words oh my gosh but guys we, in the bricks episode we talked about how important that is but your friendships can change dramatically when you have children because all of a sudden you had all this common ground. And if if you have different ways of parenting or one of you has a kid and the other one doesn't, I mean, things can just, things can really change quickly. It's true. And it, it's interesting that we are talking because I knew obviously we, we talked about the fact that we were going to talk about when you, you know, sort of disagree with your village mm-hmm. on how to raise your kids or how to parent. And the other day, my dear friend and neighbor, Julie, who's, who's, um, almost three-year-old is like best friends with Evie. I mean, Evie oh, just, she's she loves Finley. She loves was, that's Finley. just so cute. She was at the launch party. Yeah, she's, she's precious. So and and the, the interesting thing is Finley is the most touchy-feely, sweet, lovely little girl. Like every time she sees Evie, she wants to hug her and then she wants to hug her goodbye. And Evie um, is a very strong-willed child and she can usually tolerate a hug. But after that, she's like, done, I don't want you. And it doesn't mean I don't love you. It means stop invading my personal space, yeah. right? So that's why I she pushed feel, Loxley. That is why she pushed Loxley. Loxley wants and, to but hug you know her. what's interesting? And Loxley's the same way. She's so lovey and loving that it's like, as adults, we look at that and we're like, oh, I love it, right? But there's this part of me that, I mean, and, and so much has changed, obviously, since I had Ava in 2009 and Evie in 2018. Um, 
as someone, you know, I relate very closely with the Me Too movement because I was raped by a an ex-boyfriend's friend and it was a really devastating- I did not know that, Jen. Yeah, it, yeah. It, and, and I'm not even sure, to be honest with you, I'm not even sure he knows I know. Wait, I do pause. Know. Can we just talk about the amount of healing and growth for you to say that without skipping a beat? Well, Kudo, I, like just the- I appreciate that. The Thank growth you. that that had to take to get there. That's beautiful. Well, what I, and I, I appreciate that. Not that that, that but happened, what, but just- Right, but I get yeah. I get it. And I think, you know, there are things that came from that for me. And one of them was I fully respect my daughter's place with their physical body space. Right. And it's very difficult when you have a little one because, you know, everybody, all the little girls, they just want to hug. hug. But it's we like, all do that. she yeah. does not want cute. to. Right. And yeah. she does not have to. That's and I am like hard and fast. If a little girl wants to hug her and she doesn't want to, she just says no. But telling her to say no and not just push them away is a really hard line. Like it's because the, these are her little friends are doing nothing wrong. They're showing yeah. her they love her. Right. But it's, it's, it's very difficult. And Evie is one of those personalities that like, because she has older brothers. She's tough. She she's tough, but she also gets kissed a f load. Oh, she's touched out. Whoa. Yes, <laughs> yes, bad word. So we she is touched out. So we have yeah. had to be very, very, very clear with our boys that no means no in every way yeah. possible. Yeah. And if she is telling you she's done being hugged and kissed, you walk away. It is a life lesson they need to learn, period, end That's of story. That's actually what they do at Montessori school. Bash started straight arming yep. rad and saying, walk away. Right. And that's what they teach them to do with other children. So it's not aggressive. They're not pushing. They hold their arm out straight. It's a good and they idea. Say, walk away. So he's three going, or, or even like yeah. one, he's one going, walk away. But it's a great well, lesson. You know, and you know what's really hard too is I've noticed with her, she very clearly, and maybe in the last like month, you guys might have seen this. I'll, I, I kiss her all the time because she's attached to my hip, right? Yeah. Like she sleeps with me. She still nurses she's once like every an couple days. She's like of your body. She really is. So I kiss her as much as I want. And I always say, mommy, kiss you as much as you want, right? And I was like, the rules don't apply to mommy, right? <laughs> she has started saying, not on the lips. And I'm like, wow, okay, not on the lips. Well, I can't kiss you on the lips. That's fine. But it is like a very weird thing because there's this part of me that really wants her to be the boss of her space, but it's teaching her how to manage that space that's been hard for a three-year-old. So question, with Evie going through this growth where she's being aware of like what her personal space boundaries are, and you have a really close family. Well, how do you do that if you like, and I don't know if your sisters disagree with you or your parents disagree with you, but do you in your village that's around you, do you hold those boundaries to like everybody else? So I do, including with our family. And you know, okay. it's interesting. Most of the time, my kids are not going to not kiss and hug their grandparents when they leave, right? right? And you can, you can tell like if they've had a wonderful week and they've been like lovey dovey and you know, she's, she'll walk upstairs and she'll get in bed with my parents at six in the morning. And like, so there's a, there's no personal boundaries there. Like right. she just loves them. So if she's just being a little, little bratsky, you know, when they're leaving and she's like, not going to say bye or not going to hug, I don't really allow that. It's like, you need to say bye. You need to look him in the eyes. You say, thank you. And it'd be really great if you gave him a hug. And usually she, she almost always is just is fine. But it's yeah. like, if she, it's very difficult because I don't, I did, I, there was only one person when I was growing up that I did not want to hug and kiss. And I was encouraged 
you know, to say bye to hug and like, you know, whatever people would kiss me on the cheek and I hated it. I hated the feeling of like wet lips on my cheeks or whatever. So I've just carried that into parenthood and like not wanted to force it, but it, it is, it's a hard, it is a hard line. I think there's so many things you can disagree with your village on. And I specifically remember some things when I was a kid and we had this kind of, I was, I was in a lot of dance competition things and I remember the moms of our little friend group going through tension at times. And that might even be something that had to do with a dance costume or I don't know, just a discipline thing or whether yep. or not somebody put sunscreen on another kid when they were all playing at the pool together or a movie that, that somebody was allowed to watch and somebody else wasn't. So did you guys see growing up that, that, stuff that could happen in your village because it's supposed to be your support system right and right. it is but it's impossible to be that close with someone all the time and not have those sort of issues creep in so i know i can think of one specific instance um in my childhood that my mom had this super close friend um she was around in our lives came to all of like our birthday parties came to the uh the big 2000 what was it y2k party that like we <laughs> threw and my sister was newly she was in eighth grade like going into high school raya and i were very different growing up like i was she experimented and had fun and was very in the social high school scene, I was more social in the cheerleading world and like just different. Yeah. Um, but anyways, this close friend of my mom's um, would have Raya babysit her kids. And when she would let her babysit, she would let her sometimes like sneak out and see boyfriends or um, like she thought my mom was too strict basically. Oh my God. That's my an sister. extreme version so, of strict. So this is, this is um, an, ex an extreme version. And this relationship will never get out of my head as like, it's almost like scarred me with like some relationships, which thank God that we have so much respect for each other. Um, but uh, she was also the type of mom that wanted to be super cool and always her kids' oh, best friends. Oh, that annoys me. Um, <laughs> which, you know, there I are- I kind of want to be super cool and my kids' best friends. I do guys. too, but you're <laughs> to also- Yeah, but don't mom. be the mom that buys yes. them beer, no. you know? Well, yeah. actually, so when I was a teenager, my parents' best friends and my best friend, they would let us drink at the house if we were going to be staying home. It wasn't like we were downing tequila shots, okay? We were splitting a wine cooler. And we were making our mom's margaritas and pouring a little too much tequila in the mom's margaritas. And we would, they would let us make an amaretto sour and taste it and try it. <laughs> and I actually feel like I would be the same way with my kids because when I went to college, I didn't want to go drink a ton and see what that was like. And all the, I remember looking at all these kids running down the halls of the dorm being like, Bleh! and acting like drunk idiots. And I was like, that's so You weren't phased by stupid. it. But here's, here's the difference. Let's say uh, Loxley is 15 and Bash is 18 or 17 or whatever. And you're having people over and I'm out of town and Loxley's staying with you guys for the weekend. You know that I don't want her drinking. Oh, I'm not okay course. with it. You're yeah. in my village. I you, the communication is key. So oh, yeah. this was a situation not, my 15 year old sister and my 17 year old self, we might've both been having a wine cooler, okay? But that right. my parents were there. And they, so this was when all our families would hang out. It wasn't like me and my friend were going and drinking But together. I'm saying like your, your village was okay with that. Right. And so and I there think- there were houses 
classes where kids knew that it was just the one set of parents and everybody would go there because those parents, those parents would buy them beer. Yeah. And that, so those are two very different that, things. That's and what I'm it saying. It's lots like, of fine lines. Well, right? I think, I think the thing is, it's like my kids know, and I'm sure you guys go through this. It's like our house rules exist no matter where you are. Right. So yes. I'm, I am actually okay with my kids trying alcohol under my roof when they're older. Yes. But, I, and, and to that point. And that's a personal choice. Right. And to right. that point, it's like, I, I do want to be simultaneously my children's best friend and also their parent, but I will never be the cool mom that is like letting, you know, ragers happen at my house no till 3 a.m. Right. and cleaning up like, I, just that's not. Well, that's, that's what I'm saying. Me. Like, I think Agreed. that it is totally fine to make a personal choice in your home to let your kids have a sip of wine or whatnot when they're teenagers. But if, if you guys are in my village and you know that I don't want Loxley having alcohol or I don't want her having red dye and you're trying to yep. give her a sprinkle, I'm going to get mad. Oh my God, here it goes again. Oh no. <laughs> oh my gosh. Jen gave Kayla's daughter one sprinkle and it almost ended. No, no, no. It wasn't the well, one first sprinkle. first I offered was, her a cookie and she was sitting in her uh, Kayla's mom's lap. So I was like, could she, because all my kids my were having one. And my mom said no. And poor Loxley was like this. And I was like, could she have this one little sprinkle? One, just one. You know, being like the no. cool aunt. Then she like, ate half a cake like, at Bash's birthday party. Right. <laughs> she did, like three months <laughs> later. Right. No. <laughs> Two months later. Whatever. No, but I think it's important that, oh my gosh, guys, I'm eating a piece of cheese on my. <laughs> okay, well, I'll, I'll say well, this yeah, then. Yeah. I do think, I think there's a couple pieces to this because it depends on how close the, you know, sometimes your village includes your neighbors, but your neighbors aren't your best friends. Right. And I think for me, I think it's important that my individual child knows what their individual rules are. Right. Yep. So when they get older, hey, I don't care if that kid's acting like a, an asshole you don't act like an asshole, right. right? You don't necessarily just fall in line. I also think that there are some things that I feel okay with as long as it's not physically harming my child or mentally yeah. disrupting yeah. them, that it's okay if you just like grandma's one, like my mom loves to take the kids to get donuts, my dad too, donuts, ice cream, just fill them Spoil up on that. sugar. Yep. And to me, you know what? That's okay. Cause they know that's different and it's special and whatever. And if somebody at a different house is, you know, I feed my kids a certain way. If they're being fed a different way and it's not necessarily what I would do, it's just a different perspective. There's nothing wrong. That's different than having the rager and inviting the sure. teenagers yeah. that you don't have their parents' well, permission. It is interesting to hear you talk about this because you guys know, like, we have a really super close-knit neighborhood. Yeah. And... COVID obviously exacerbated that because these kids, you know, within about 16 homes, there are 30 kids under the age of 11 and we're on a cul-de-sac. And so they are always together. They're always outside. They're always doing stuff. And some of the biggest disagreements in our neighborhood have come from the sort of cross-parenting of other people's kids. And it's interesting because people always ask me what my line is for other people stepping into parent. And I think all of us, right, can agree that if you're a human being, you step in if a child is in danger, if they're endangering themselves, if they're about to be in danger, if they're endangering property or destroying property, public or private, you step in. Right. Yeah. But there are things to me that are like line crossers. And I'll give you a couple examples. There were there were two different times. One where um, someone who I adore actually told Mason he couldn't b build sticks in like a little median I area. I remember this. Yeah, yeah, up for it out of sticks. And I'm like, that's not your call. Like that's my call as a mom, right? Yeah. There was another time where someone else in our neighborhood who I also adore told another neighbor's child that he should not be watching wrestling. And, and it's like, wait a second. 
you don't get to step into my family life and make decisions for me yeah. as a parent. You can be out there and we can rally this whole it takes a village thing in that regard. But there's just to me, there's a line where it's really it's just really not okay and it feels icky to me. Well, you should also not make a definitive statement about how things are I or agree. should be. In other people's well, homes anyway. I will say that like, I feel like my intermediate family personally struggles with this so much with people in their village and people in their in-law side because um, you guys know my family, I'll, I'll use the word crunchy, is very crunchy. Um, they eat super organic, gluten-free, sugar-free. And I feel like I'm kind of more in the medium of that. But I know that there's issues with in-laws sometimes where it's like they, they get the eye rolls and they get all these things because they think it's ridiculous how um, my family chooses to feed the kids. And it's really frustrating to see that because I feel like even though I'm, I'm a little crunchier than I thought I would be as a mom, I thought I'd be way more, I don't know, in the middle. And I think the older she gets, I'm definitely. <laughs> That's true. It, I it, never thought I would allow Red 40 in my house, to be well, honest I, with you. Well, the older and, you she know, gets. I have like, flaming Hot Cheetos. If so. you end up letting go of a lot of things. If you, hand her, if you hand her a cookie now, now oh, that yeah. like she has teeth and everything, I'm like. Yeah. Eh, oh, Bradley's first birthday, I made a fake cake that was sweetened with bananas. Yeah. And now with Bash, I'm like, here, you want the whole Costco cake? Here you go. Right? <laughs> you know? There is an adjustment period with the age that you Just like the wooden toys. When when you were pregnant, you wanted, and you do still have a lot of. I do, voice. and like I, I'm, but I'm still as, that way. You're not as hard and fast on it, but it, it is. It's like little by little, you sort of relax those rules, but you still the core of it is usually there. It's yeah. just a little less extreme version of that, as you. Yeah, but I'm an extreme person, and so like that's my personality. <laughs> no, I am. I'm yeah. very bold. I'm very yeah, in extreme. A good way. I mean and, that in a good way. And I'm very everything is an exclamation point. So if I want wooden toys, I want wooden toys with an exclamation point. Yeah. If you know, like if I'm with the slide and the pulpit and the climbing wall and the yeah. yes, all mm -hmm. active play. Yes. She has no fine motor skills, but her gross motor skills are fantastic. <laughs> I, I actually think her fine motor skills are pretty darn good. Did you see her with the fork? That, so that's new. I was yeah. really proud. I was like posting a video. She was she's using very a fork. advanced. Yeah, guys, I'm just going to say like she's really advanced. She's very so advanced. She's very, no, but um, I think looking at it from the other point of view that I, I, I feel like I have a little bit of drastic expectations on parenting sometimes and like the things that I have for Loxley, who knows, I might stay this way for the next kid. I might not. I might like, I don't know, but all I know is I'm parenting in the now and this is what works for us now. And I think it's awesome when, even if you guys disagree with me on some things or think I'm being extreme, I know that you're going to respect that. And I think that's all that it really needs to boil down to is you can disagree with your village all you want, but you have to respect them. Rather than feeling like your way is the right way, you know, because some sometimes you meet parents who you feel like they have a superiority complex where it's their way or it's the wrong way. Yeah. And there are a lot of different ways to parent. Right. This is so much of what we've talked about. The yep. second you become pregnant, people start throwing the opinions right. at you. But there's two sides of it. You can either... You can either sort of feel like that parent who this is my way. I can't understand people doing it that way. Yeah. Or that kind of thing can make you feel less than. I think that sometimes if you disagree with someone before even thinking that they might have a superiority, superiority, say that word for me. Superiority complex. Thank you. You're welcome. That it's not always that case for them. I think if, when it comes down to it, everyone's just trying to do the best they can for their situation. Yes, they are. But I do agree. If you're if you're one of those snobby ass parents, oh, I said a bad word. 
If you're a, she said ass again. That's like the third time. (laughs) Okay. If you were a snobby parent that just thinks you're better than everybody, then you can go take a hike. Don't be a sanctimony. For me, even though my family isn't close by, I still, I talk to my parents and my sister all the time. And I just feel like they are such a part of my village, even if they're like, I call my sister for advice all the time. But I mean, there's been situations, you know, and I know, you know, sometimes grandmas want to do things differently yep. than we do. You saying That's that, I'm just going to throw this it. in there. I called my mom today because I'm mad at my husband. And I said, will you call Jonathan and talk to him for me? Hilarious. <laughs> so I make her parent my husband. That's oh awesome. my gosh, that's really <laughs> funny. I'm, I'm kind of like you. I talk to my mom every single day, sometimes mm-hmm. two to three times a day. Yeah. So, you know, Brooke is a texter, but Lindsay and I talk every couple of days usually. Yeah. And you know, Lindsay's a lot like your sister's Kayla. Like she is much crunchier than me. And it's yeah. it's some by choice, but also, you know, diet changes that she's had to make, you know, for her own medical reasons. And so we do parent differently. And we also disagree with things like, um, I, again, it's like, I'm not going to be the mom that lets them dump out my entire linen closet and make, you know, a 20 foot tunnel in the middle of the hallway on the regular, right? Special occasion, maybe. But Lindsay Oh, we have forts for days in our house. Forts are one thing, but taking out 40 packages of That's why you need a nugget couch. I'm like, no. Well, they even took all the all the couch cushions. It's like that's I'm fine with it. It's the unfolding of everything. And I'm just like, oh my God, no. That flares you up, up your area yes, OCD. It does, because I'm like, I it's gonna take me two hours to fold all those curtains. See, my, and all our rules is that they have to help clean it up yeah. if they're gonna get it out. Yeah, but they're not gonna do it right and that's gonna bother my OCD. And, yep, yeah. But so and Lindsay is very much the parent that's like, she does all that, right? So and Brooke is the one that will just let Everyone have the ragers at her house, party, party, party. So we are very different. It's like, it's kind of like Brooke, me, Lindsay in the the spectrum of, you know, who is the most like crazy, crunchy. crunchy. Yeah. I love the word crunchy. I didn't, I wasn't into that word until I was a mom. (laughs) And I'm not even like nearly as crunchy as like the crunchy moms. You just want to say crunchy, but you know, this is like, it's because I can't gem- crunch my eyes. I was going to say, it's like Jen dropping F-bombs. Like, if you just want to say it a bunch of times. What, what are, what are my words? Crunchy and toxic, crunchy and toxic, crunchy and toxic. <laughs> that, that really sounds like ASMR. I made a little list of things that you end up disagreeing with people on. Okay. And we talked about a couple of them, TV and screen time. I was set up on a sort of a mommy play date kind of thing. I was trying <laughs> to find my new village in a new city And the mom came in and she couldn't have been nicer. She was the sweetest woman, but I had the TV on and immediately she, I said, Oh, is it okay that, you know, he's just watching TV. And she said, well, we don't have TVs in our house, but it's fine. It's fine. And immediately I was like, I don't know how this is going to (laughs) go. And then then I was like, it got to be, you know, it got to be four 30 or something. I'm like, Hey, you want a little white wine? And she said, no. And that was just basically, I just knew it was never going to work. Death of the friendship. And she was so sweet, but we just didn't like any relationship. You have to just vibe with people. And so the TV, I remember being a kid and not being allowed to watch dirty dancing. And so there was a a party with some of the dance friends and they were going to watch dirty dancing. So I wasn't allowed to go. And then germs and sickness. There are some moms who are hardcore. If your kid has a little clear dot popping out of their nose, I do not want them around. And I totally respect that. So you know the mom friends who you go, my kid's got a little runny nose. And obviously that's more important than ever now, being aware of that. Um, Supervision. So when you're having a play date, 
to me, I, I went through this whole new thing with Radley because they've moved away now, which broke our heart. But um, we had neighbors move in next door that Radley became very good friends with the kids who live next door. And for the first time, I would let him just leave. Yeah. And they would just play. But I also have other mom friends who I feel like if their kid's coming over, I am expected to supervise. And that's just a choice. You know what I mean? It's like, I respect that too. Whereas it has like age comes into play. For oh, yeah. that. I was going to say hearing this stuff, I, I don't even feel like I can relate to like the supervision thing. Cause I'm in the thick yet. of it. I just, Oh, you have yet. to supervise her. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah. Cause I, yesterday, um, she's I watched, barely at the point where you could be in your office and she could be with Evie in the bonus room and be fine, yeah, but it's like getting there. Yeah, it, yeah. It's not quite there, but I was going to say, I just watched a friend's kid last night and she's watched Loxley for me. And it's a great relationship. She's almost three, you know, Loxley's a year and a half. So it's, I have to watch both of them, but it ended up, being that like our neighborhood is very similar to yours where like there's kids all the time yep. out in the streets playing. Before I knew it, I had six kids in my living room playing Duck, Duck, Goose and none of their parents knew where they were. And we had two parents ring on our door and say, is my kid in your house? I'm like, yes. I'm like, they're eating snacks. Like, and so yeah. I now have a list in my kitchen of what neighborhood kids are allergic to. Just so yes. I know. Well, I had to get to the point where I was comfortable with that. And I honestly had a talk with the neighbor because she had a kid who was older and a kid who was younger than Radley. And I, you know, Rad was in first grade at the time and the older kid was in fourth grade. And I didn't know what kind of kid this fourth grader was. And the mom was so, we became good friends. Like it, I wish they were still next door because mm -hmm. I had to learn things like, is it okay that my kid wants to come knock on your door literally every day? And she was like, absolutely. And I was fine with that. And the, the kids would just play and sometimes what a Rad, relief as a parent though to it's have, amazing yeah. amazing and sometimes rad would need to leave to go to a guitar lesson and their little girl would just be like i'm just gonna hang here and her dad would text me and go i'm just making sure she hasn't been abducted is she next door and it was so great i loved it yeah. there is a little girl in our neighborhood and you guys saw her at loxley's birthday party her parents were not at the party and she was five and she walked down and she hung out the whole night oh, yeah. and then her and like her parents like text me multiple times because they both they both just got their second vaccination and they were like so sick and they were like I'm so sorry we can't come we're in bed and I'm like but we're sending her down yeah and I was absolutely let her come let her have fun and she yeah. had so much fun the whole party and they kept texting is she okay I'm like yeah she's okay and then I found out later my dad was like who's the little girl that I held all night and got four plates of food for Aww. and I was like oh and he was but that's a village yeah, yeah. That, that is a village absolutely. that is goals and that's why sometimes our neighborhood we live in doesn't have sidewalks and we have some great friends in the neighborhood yeah. that we should be better about seeing but with the direct next door thing there wasn't even any crossing the street That's really right nice. and it was I, it makes me understand i have friends who live in atlanta who want to they would move if it was just about the house but the neighborhood yep it matters. Yeah. they won't move because of the community and and i get it I'm going to struggle with that. We have this neighborhood text thread that oh, has 11 moms. Awesome. And anytime someone's looking for a kid, it's like, they're here. Where are they? My kids aren't allowed in anyone's home unless they ask. But beyond that, like, otherwise That's they're awesome. around somewhere and someone can see either, you know, I'm out back and I can see, you know, four different backyards or they're out front or, you, you know, it's the best situation ever. Okay, so you have screen time, supervision. Oh yeah, okay, I'll tell you what else is on my list. Yeah, I'm so curious. Um, religion and politics can come into play. I mean, I've had, you know, I think I've probably talked about this before. I'm much more spiritual than I am religious. And I've had amazing dear friends say 
things to my kids where they <laughs> like they were like, huh? Oh, like and it was a situation where obviously we were teaching our kids about a lot of things. I I personally want my kids to know all about a lot of different religions and understand yeah, they'll learn it in school. It's great. You know what's yeah. funny is Jonathan. He grew up Mormon. He went to um, a Catholic elementary or a Jewish elementary school, a Catholic middle school, or I mean a Lutheran middle school, a um, wow. Catholic high school, and then a Mormon college. Whoa, and so. He is actually so knowledgeable about theology and just I general bet. because he he's been so open to it and he he married a Baptist so <laughs> <laughs> and see I grew up Baptist uh -huh. and I, I respect whatever people's beliefs yeah. are but my own personal thing is I want my kid to learn about all, what a lot of different people believe and then yeah. decide for himself themselves i always say himself because i think of like radley's the one who's old enough to really take that stuff in but he's coming like he's he's been in these situations before where he's like huh where it just doesn't yeah. really necessarily make sense to him because of the how way. you guys are how exactly is it, how is it i'm curious about this i've actually wanted to ask you this for some time and i keep forgetting how is it with you and katie because y'all have different religious barometers, right? Oh, it's right? fine. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. How do you deal oh, with yeah, like yeah. that? Is it, oh, is it you ever know like a thing? No, no, no. My, uh, she's talking about my sister, Katie. And we have... Who I listened to a Christian podcast for two hours when we drove from LA yeah. to Dow. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was my, fantastic. Mary, yeah. Me and Katie are so close about <laughs> Jesus. <Totally. laughs> I love Katie and Jesus. Well, and Ka my sister is my best friend. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the interesting thing is that... Because... Um, love her. <laughs> yeah, she's amazing. But, you know, we've, we've had conversations even recently where my version of spirituality and really... We were kind of talking about gratitude and how, to me, that is such a big thing where I feel like, you know, gratitude journals and energy mm -hmm. and positive energy and all those things. And she said to me, well, you know, that was, that's the original intention of prayer is gratitude. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of times I feel like we're talking about the same, same thing, thing and, using and we just words. have, exactly. That's why I was curious about it. I kind of yeah. assumed that, but just knowing her as I do, yeah. I don't know that she would describe herself as spiritual. And right. I was curious if that in a, in a parenting situation ever came into play like over the no, holidays or it, no. anything where that comes up and in often. fact the the beautiful thing about my sister and i's relationship you know one of the things we i actually think this is an important thing to touch on in this conversation i feel like i want my sister to discipline my children if she sees something that needs to disciplinary action and that doesn't mean that we always discipline the same you know my sister was on the episode with us yep, um, I remember that. in the first season and she spoke about how um, my nephew has some sensory things that cause mm -hmm. him to sometimes react in a different way than other kids might react and so she needs to she needs to handle that in a different way so right. he he might need to do bear crawls to get energy out rather than sitting in a timeout because all that's going to do is build more energy inside of him and in a the, if there was one place where there was ever that sort of like um disconnect it, it wasn't with me necessarily but i think it was a hard place for her to be in because there's a lot of pressure on the mom of are you disciplining your kid appropriately and i think sometimes that's where the grandparents have opinions yeah. about whether or not you're disciplining your kids in the way that they think you should i mean you know I, however generationally many, we are softer with we are yeah, softer because it used to be you're gonna get your butt smacked yeah and spare the rod spoil the child exactly exactly and yep. kids are to be yeah. seen and not heard yes and so there's a lot that has changed so if anything it, it's like you know she has done so much research into how 
how to to you know to discipline and so she's she's really gone to the mat for her kid i was gonna and say so sometimes she's actually educated she's her so oh, yeah. proactive and i mean she's just she's just badass i said your word kayla um <laughs> and that's my and, bad word but there were there were some growing pains with that as she was figuring out what that method is and who does the who does the guilt and blame fall back on if a kid's not a, behaving appropriately the mom right, right. and that is frustrating um, and, and, but, but with she and I, I mean, I feel like she has full reign to if one of my kids is not being polite, if they're acting out, I mean, and she's, she's just got so much patience. I mean, I feel like when my kids are with her, there's just, there's no one better they could possibly be with. It's interesting Aww. you say that. Cause like if my True. kids were in Atlanta with my parents or one of my sisters at one of my sister's houses, I would allow them to discipline yeah. my kids if they needed it. Put them in timeout, separate them, whatever you need to do. I have a feeling, because it really hasn't happened, um, and we're down there quite a bit, I have a feeling that both Brooke and Lindsay would never do it because they still want to be the quote-unquote favorite aunt. Oh, you know what I mean? Funny. I have a feeling they would wait for me to do it at a yeah. later time. Um, I do, I have a problem with almost anyone else disciplining my kids, except Kayla and I talked about this the other day. Yeah. In this situation where, like, so there was, I don't remember when this was, but we were at Kayla's house. Gender and Charlie, the, the, yeah, the thermometer. Charlie was messing with their thermometer upstairs. Oh, he turned it up really high. He turned yeah. it up to Sweating. 90. I was so the, freaking And there mad. was like 40 people there. I was so mad at him. <laughs> I'm like, you do not ever. I was so livid. Okay. But thank God it was either Kayla or John that stepped in and was like, that is it not It was acceptable. my dad. Oh, it was like that's right. So my dad came up to me and he's like, hey, I hope it's okay. I went and said this to the kid. And he, all all my dad did was he said, hey, you need to sit down until I can find your mom. Yes. Don't touch that again. Well, that falls into the category for me yeah. of destruction of private or public property. Like that is like, you don't want something to get yeah. destroyed. You don't want something to get hurt. And my dad didn't know him. No, he was just like, him, no. he was he was just like grandpa, like, hey, you're not allowed to do this. I'm going to find your mom. And my dad came and told me and I couldn't find you or Adrian at the time because there were so many people. No. There. Yeah, and I went and said to Charlie, I was like, hey, buddy, are you touching this? And he said, no. And I said, if you lie to me, I know I have cameras in here. <laughs> and, like, and he's like, well yes. Played. And so by the time that I found you, I think, yeah, it was you. He all of a sudden had a migraine and had to sit down the rest uh, of the party. Of course he did. And I was like, you don't have a migraine. You just don't want to be in trouble, but go sit <laughs> he, down. He, he might have both had a migraine <laughs> right? and because sometimes he so does funny. like really need cold air and maybe he uh -huh. thought he was turning it cold by turning nah. it up, you know? So he does, <laughs> he gets very debilitating migraines, but I, he is also just that kid that like, you have to be like, nope, don't do this. The You know what? The main, the main thing that, really frustrates me is if someone instead of going oh let me handle this or it happens in front of them and they don't handle it is when they make excuses yeah like for it like if someone's got if some kid's got a hammer and they're like banging on a wall and their mom's like oh he probably just thinks there's a loose nail <laughs> uh, <laughs> like that it's really freaking nuts sorry. like there was i was a, i mean the the thing is if a mom recognizes it and you can recognizes it you yeah. can see her frustration and you can see her trying that yeah. is all that matters to me. Jen, it's that, interesting that you were talking about like like your sisters don't want to discipline your kids because I totally discipline my sister's kids. Um, I have two stories. <laughs> I told you this story the I other day. Story. I'm almost embarrassed. Well, one, my sister has a 15 year old that I love dearly and I'm super close with her, but she's also 15 
and like will have attitude. And if she smarts off to her mom, it's so funny because my mom, my other sister, her other aunt, um, will like my sister doesn't even have to say anything. We're both like, don't talk to your mother that way. Like you need to like set your punk ass down. No, we don't say that. But <laughs> but you know, we we are a tribe. Like we have each other's back in that sense. But I will say, oh my gosh, you guys are never gonna let me be around your kids when I tell Corey this tell story. Me. This is a good story. What so, is this? And so my two, at the time, my goddaughter, Callie, was two years old. <laughs> She's seven now. And she she has this very special place in my heart. I'm very close with her. And when she was two, she was sitting like on the counter at my parents' house. And I was like, I don't know, playing with her, talking to her, making her giggle. And she bit me. Like she just straight up bit me. And um, like just knee jerk reaction right after she bit me is I took my hand and smacked her forehead and just like, <laughs> I would have done the same thing. Like I just, a two year old, like a two year old, Loxley is six months away from being two. If my sisters were to smack my two year old, I'd smack them back. And so my sister Leah, who is her other aunt, did the same thing right back to me. She just like smacked my forehead back. <gasps> and, I <was> like, <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe I just like, like it was just an instant reaction. And and this was five years ago. So I did not have Loxley yet or anything, but I'm thinking, and I didn't tell my sister Raya about this until I think this summer, um, something happened and she called Loxley a stinker. And I'm like, one time I smacked Callie in the forehead when she was two. <laughs> I'm gonna be in my well, I, I think there's one thing we can agree on, and it's that don't hit anybody else's kid. Well, number one, yes. <laughs> I think the moral of the story here is communication. So I think it's good for us within our circle to know. I mean, I've when when your kids have been at my house, I've definitely to like Charlie or Mason gone. Guys, we need to settle down or yep. stop doing that. And Radley will come tattle on them, and I'm like, okay, dude. You're in trouble too because we don't rat out our friends about something dumb. <laughs> I've heard you say that so many times. Yeah, I love I'm it. like, and Ty is so funny. He's like, dude, are you tattling? I don't want to hear it. Oh, well, that's yeah. a hard pass in our house. Now too. we we definitely tell him that if he ever sees anything dangerous yep. or, or yeah. someone's there bleeding are, or about to yes, bleed, there are specific things that he knows that he knows he needs to come get a grown up absolutely immediately. But when it's just when it's your brother or your friend, I'm like, I'll literally say, Rad, hey. Do you, would you want to hang out with the kid who's always going and telling a grown up everything you do? And he's like, no. So we, we actually tell him, my mom used to yell upstairs to my sister and I, handle it yourselves. Oh yeah. And I it used to that. frustrate me to no end. And now I say that all the time. Yeah. Now I call I totally, my mom to tattle on my husband. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I totally expect if my kids are in someone else's house, especially if I'm not there. Oh my goodness. That parents in, in charge. They're well, in we, charge. We should probably do an entire episode about if you disagree with your spouse. Because yes. that is its own thing. And obviously, you, you're hopefully acting as a unit. And you've kind of decided. Unit-ish. Unit <laughs> and you kind of know how you want to approach all of these things. But in terms of all of the friendships, I think communication is key. I, I commend you, Jen, because when you have an issue with it, if it's in your neighborhood or if it's with a friend or whatever, you're pretty good about you know, whether it's asking a question, going to the source, opening up the conversation. Yeah. Because I think, well, now we've got, we got this thing for six months that festered apparently, but, but obviously no. everything's fine. No. But I think the communication is great of going, hey, you know what? I'm really trying to keep her away from sprinkles. 
I swear no, to you, I, I told did you not that same day. That. I was like, I'm mad. That's not okay. No, I, I didn't know what she was mad about, though. I really didn't. And I didn't until you just said food coloring. My role in like, life is mediator. I love Here it. Here we are. If you are a new mother or have just one child like myself, I feel like we get affected a little bit easier with having the first times of everything. Yeah. And I'm sure there's first times for everything. You're going to do that with like Teenagers. first time as a teenager and first time whatever. But for me, the best thing that I've been able to do is to sit back, replay the situation, maybe say it out loud to a mutual friend me. or something. Yeah. You <laughs> or just like, you know, a neutral pair of ears yeah. to weigh out if it because if I were to have brought that situation to you, it would have been a thing when it needed didn't need to be a thing. And I, it wasn't a thing now. It, and yeah. it's still not a thing. Yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't then. It was I just don't like think it would have been a thing then that, just because it's not a thing. If I hadn't <laughs> responded at all, like if I was ignoring her, you should have been like, hey, your kid's hitting or pushing my kid. You need to react, right? Yeah. I, so no, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm just saying like, I think, it, I, I do think though, um, if, anybody is at my stage like to just take a breath it's all gonna be okay yeah I guess like, okay what's village? the moral yeah. of the story when you disagree with your village you do what yeah talk yes. talk communicate yeah and take a breath and then drink some wine together <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. And then talk about it six months later. <laughs> Perfect. Um, I mean, did we miss anything, guys? I don't did think we? so. I mean, oh, I think we touched on a lot of little things. I just thought of something, but what? we're saving it for Gabfest. Oh, okay, good. let's do or it. Or maybe why I whine, one or the other. Okay. <gasps> Follow us at Hi, My Name is Mom Official and shop our affiliate links. We need to pick a product of the week. Shop our Etsy store. Oh, we have so much cute merch, you yeah, guys. We got some like really cute jogger sets coming. Yeah. Um, Jen looks like she's She's gonna say something. No, 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 I'm not. Oh, I, I was thinking about something. <laughs> you cut her off. Do you guys love each other? I want you to oh, hug. Yes. No, don't hug. That's we've your personal been, space. We've, we've been actually like, like each caressing each other's yeah, legs the to whole like, episode. Little checkups. Like we're like, hey. It's really, well, you know what? When you have a good village, these bumps in the road don't actually affect the foundation well, of your friendship. You're absolutely right. And what I will say is, if you are lucky enough to have bumps like this, it means you are lucky enough to have real friendships. That's, so that's yeah. what matters. Ama uh, that's perfect. <laughs> Wait, what just happened? Kayla just sniffed her armpits. Edit that. We're out. We'll see you see next, next time. Week, next week. Today's episode is brought to you from the Russell. As of 2021, Mission Hotels have donated over 100,000 meals, showers, beds, and supplies to those experiencing homelessness in Nashville. Visit missionhotels.com to book your experience today. Your name is Mom.